0: Hello and welcome to Drones Over Canada, episode one. I'm your host, Dave. Today we will have a brief introduction of myself, as well as my educational background, drone-related background, and manned aviation background. That should give you a little bit of perspective on why I am able to talk about the things that I talk about on this podcast. We also have a history of drones in general, the technological advances that have led us to this point, and the regulatory changes that have come into effect. The podcast is all about drones in Canada. However, we will touch on other areas of the world as necessary to help you understand where we've come from in this country. Now let's get started. As I said, my name's Dave. I live just outside of Barrie, Ontario, and my educational background is in aviation. I have a diploma from Mount Royal University in aviation. I have over 10,000 hours of manned flight time in commercial jet aircraft, and I'm currently working for one of the major airlines in the country. Now, how do you go from manned aviation to autonomous aviation? And that's an interesting story. As I became more and more involved in drones, I got more and more excited about the possibilities. It is the newest technological advance that will change this century. And as you can imagine, all the jobs that are being done now by piloted aircraft will one day probably be done by autonomous aircraft. And that's very exciting because we're basically at the beginning of a brand new world. Now we're gonna talk a little bit about the history of drones, but we're not gonna get too in depth into it. As some of you may know, they started in the 1800s when people would put balloons filled with gas, lighter than air, up into the sky to perform a variety of tasks. That's still actually done today. It's quite a big balloon off the coast of Florida that is used to effectively spy on Cuba. There's also a wide array of weather balloons that meteorologists put up into the sky to measure temperature and wind. However, the good news is, we have moved past that from a technological standpoint. We had major jumps in drone technology in both world wars, which makes sense. There wasn't a whole lot after that though, until the 80s, when development started again. It wasn't, however, until the early 2000s where a crucial technological leap was made in batteries which allowed drones to become smaller and fly longer. That's where we're at today. Since 2009 they've been multiplying exponentially. Everybody knows somebody with a drone and everybody knows different uses for them. Obviously some are a little bit more well-known than others for example real estate Aerial photos were once prohibitively expensive for real estate, but they're not anymore because all you need is a cheap consumer drone with a camera on it. Some other uses of drones are probably not known as well. For example, in the agriculture sector, drones have revolutionized agriculture in what's becoming known as precision agriculture. Effectively you can take pictures of your field, use software to analyze those photos, and learn exactly what you need to do to increase your yields. The police and fire services all use drones now. In fact, commercial aviation is starting to explore ways to use drones safely. We're going to talk about the regulatory requirements to fly drones in Canada. Before last year, 2019, there was effectively no regulation. They weren't really covered by the Canadian aviation regulations and a lot of the time Transport Canada would simply consider an airplane an airplane, whether it was piloted or not piloted. There was never really a distinction made between a toy flying airplane and a powerful, unmanned aircraft that would be used for certain purposes. As the technology increased, batteries became better, motors became stronger, and the airfoils were better understood, the technology jumped very quickly to the point where every single consumer could have a drone. You could have a drone that cost $25 that you buy from Toys R Us, Or you could have a drone that costs $50,000 that's specifically designed for aerial surveillance in a firefighting situation. And Transport realized that they had to do something about it. So in 2019, they introduced some legislation that became known as Section 9 of the Canadian Aviation Regulations. And this deals only with unmanned autonomous aircraft. Now, of course, Transport Canada needed to have an acronym for these, so they called them RPAS, Remotely Piloted Aircraft Systems. The system means that there's not only the aircraft, but there's a means to control it, like a remote control. And that, together with the operator, make a system. They introduced licensing, called the basic or advanced license. And these licenses were not divided up by what you're doing with the drone. Instead, they were divided by what you need to do from a safety standpoint for your operation. For example, for a basic license, you only have to go on the Transport Canada website and write an exam. Once you pass that written exam, you are now the holder of a basic RPAS operating certificate. But you're really not allowed to do anything overly dangerous. You can't fly very close to people or houses, or other buildings. And you can't apply to transport Canada to operate outside of the rules, which is a very important part of the operation if you start to do it commercially. They also introduce what's called an advanced certificate, which as the name implies, is for advanced operators. Now, to do any advanced operation, you must be the holder of an advanced RPAS certificate. That entails writing another exam or a more difficult exam, as well as doing a flight review with a Transport Canada approved flight reviewer. Essentially, this is like your driving test that you do in your car, but you do it flying your drone. That is very, very different and a lot more difficult. So there's no need to go out and get your advanced certificate unless you think you're actually gonna need it. we have a quick word about one of our sponsors, Drone Air. Drone Air is a full services company based in Barrie, Ontario. Drone Air does everything from aerial photography and videography, and I mean full edited videos for real estate, all the way to drone education. They're a one-stop shop if you would like to incorporate drones in your business. You can find out more at www.droneairtoday.com or facebook.com slash DroneAir today. Well, that's it for today, folks. That's our first episode. I'd like to thank everybody for listening. We touched on a lot of subjects, but we didn't dig very deep. Our next episode tomorrow is a very exciting episode as we dig into some of the knowledge requirements for the RPAS exams. Our next episode will be based on air law and I'll be able to use my background in manned aviation to really help you guys understand it so that when you go to write your exam you are fully confident. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening.